return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Block, I guess, cell block that came. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Amen. Am I on? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. We thank you for a beautiful evening. Thank you for a glorious opportunity to hear your word once again, Lord. We are open. Our spirits are open, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. We just, we thank you for your awesome presence tonight. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Save Radila Kohl's Kejo Fratoliga Hashka. Satoliga bonse fracasito legresco scalabahai. Thank you, Lord. Sora bagaskis covra ata liga radus kelebunta liga hata seishos. Thank you, Lord. We declare your majesty. We proclaim that your name Lord, you reign, magnificently rule, victorious, your power is shown throughout the earth. And we exclaim that you are mighty, we lift up your name. Lord, you are holy, we sing it again, all honor and glory, in adoration, we bow before your throne, we declare your majesty, if you know, you can sing with me, we proclaim that your name is exalted. Lord, you reign, magnificently rule, victorious. Salabagido lo croske vradaligo son talibahai. And we exclaim, our God is mighty. We lift up your name, Jesus, you are holy, for you are holy, Lord. We sing it again, all honor and glory. In adoration, we bow before your throne. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Come on, just lift up your hands and worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Ora bata di nene kosare Yalele boko tana mandeneno We worship your Lord And we exclaim Our God is mighty We lift up your name Jesus you are holy We sing it again, all honor and glory. In adoration, we bow before your throne. Oh Lord, we thank you. No one is worthy but you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you that you love us. You love us so much. That you sent Jesus to die in our place. And now you gave us eternal life. The very life and nature of God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord. In Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Ghost. The sweet spirit of God who lives in us. Thank you, Father. What an honor it is for you to live in our hearts, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So a word has gone forth that I'm pretty busy this week. And I promised Roger that I was going to be of my best behavior today. So let's see how that goes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Jesus is wonderful. Yes. Do you love Jesus? Yeah. Jesus is the greatest, the greatest person who has ever walked the world. He is the greatest. Uh, that's a song that is coming in my spirit. And I sing to him, the Lord, you are the greatest. The greatest name of all. Hallelujah. Praise God. It, I'm getting stared in my spirit because the Lord is doing so much with us today. Hallelujah. And and did you love service this morning? Pastor Dave was, hallelujah. He was on fire. And isn't that amazing? Because I remember when I was teaching Sunday school, I gave her the scriptures to um, uh, Jeremy. And I was when he looked at the topic that I was going to talk on, he said, isn't that amazing? Pastor Dave is going to preach about the Holy Spirit. You know, so what that means is that God wants us to know about the ministry of the Spirit of God in our lives, especially now more than ever before. And I hope you were listening and you took down notes and you are going to apply them. You're going to work on them. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, let me begin by saying this. You know, we sang a song this morning. I'm no longer a slave to fear. It was a beautiful song. I love the song. But I have a problem with it. Are you surprised? I led it, right? I, I was the one leading it. But I, sometimes I hope when we sing, whether we, we really hear what we sing. Because it's not, it's not entirely a bad song. I must put that across. But there's, there's a mentality of the song that I hope we don't catch on with. Because we say, I'm no longer a slave to fear. 
I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Good. But I'm no longer a slave. It's communicating a certain kind of mentality. Because the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So when you're talking about your fears, God can't relate with it. Because when you are born again, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, is that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. I skip a word. He said, behold. I'm skipping a scripture. All things have passed away. Correct? Behold, all things have become new. God is saying, what's the meaning of behold? Look. He's saying, look. All things have become new. So you are saying, I'm no longer a slave. He's like, you were born not a slave. When you were born again, the Bible says that all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So you are a new person in Christ Jesus. Born again, you are in a new environment with no past. Have you ever thought about that? So all the time that you are rehearsing the wrong things that you did years and years ago, you are living in a, a you are seeing yourself differently than God sees you. He sees you as as a new person. Hallelujah. And that's what he says in James chapter 1 verse 18. I didn't give her the scriptures, but it's it's in my spirit. He said, of his own will be God, he has with the word of truth that we should become a kind, a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Of his own will, free will, that he gave birth to us as sons by his word of truth. Hallelujah. Woo! Come on, keep it on. (laughs) What happened to the screen? (laughs) All right. So that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. A sample of what he created to be consecrated to himself. So you see, when God is looking at you. All the time you're, you're singing about your old, once I was a sinner saved by grace. A Christian is not once I was a sinner saved by grace. Listen, you got to understand the gospel. You know, I was, when I was preparing, I was thinking about a country music song that we, we like. I love old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's a nice song. But I hope when you sing it, you remember that Christianity is not a religion. I understand what they are trying to say. It's a beautiful song. It's a be- it, it talks about what we, our heritage, what we have in Christ, what we have in God through our believing of the word of God. But Christianity is not a religion. If you know it as a religion, you haven't got, you, you, there's, a, there's a lot to do. It's never a religion. Jesus didn't come to establish a religion. He said, I came that they might have life and have it to the full. John chapter 10 verse 10. Can you, can you get that for me from the Amplified? I told you I was going to make you give me scriptures that I didn't give you. He said, the thief, the, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's what King James says. But I want you to see that from the Amplified. Please, can you get John chapter 10 verse 10? From the Amplified. Please. I'm sorry. 10-10. John 10-10. I want you to see some. 
The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have... Oh boy, did you ever think you were going to see that in the Bible? And enjoy life! And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Religious people don't want to hear that. They think that when you serve God, you should be miserable. And I like something Pastor Dave said uh, this, this morning. You know, some people are very excited when they are in the world, but they get to church and it's like, we have to be of our best behavior here. It's like God is going to strike us dead if we, if we are excited. That is hypocrisy. Because the, the place to express your joy is in the house of God. I don't dance anywhere. I don't go to the nightclub. I, I don't dance to ungodly music. I express my joy in the house of God. Praise God. And the Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy. And at, at his right hand, pleasures evermore. Hallelujah. All right. That's a good introduction, right? Okay. So I'm talking about seven things, seven things that the Holy Ghost would do in you. Oh, how we need the Holy Ghost in our day. How we need the Holy Spirit. Listen, there's no Christianity without the Holy Spirit. How would you live for God without the Holy Spirit? Christianity is religion without the Spirit of God. Praise God. So can we go to the first, uh, I want to give you the first point, what the Holy Spirit would do in you. Number one, he brings you God's presence. The Holy Ghost, did you know that the Holy Ghost is called the the messenger of God's presence? He's called, let's read from Isaiah chapter 63, verse 9 to 10. He says, in all the affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence, I like, see that construction. The angel of his presence saved them in his love and in in his pity. He redeemed them and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they, listen, but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. So he calls the Holy Spirit the angel of God's presence. The conveyor of God's presence. The carrier of God's presence. You can't feel God without the Holy Ghost. You know, Jesus said the Holy Ghost proceeds. He, he proceeds from the Father. He proceeded from the Father. That's his ministry. He's the one that makes us feel the presence of God. Without the Holy Ghost, life is dry. Life is dry without the Holy Ghost. So you need him. You need him in your life. You know, have you heard of people who say, oh, I don't feel closer to God today. Yesterday I was, feel, I was very close, but I'm not, feel, I'm, I'm not close to God. I, I'm praying, but it looks like my prayers do not go, go across the roof. They don't need to go across the roof. Because the one, the one that you're praying to is inside you. You're, you know, sometimes we lift our eyes toward heaven when we pray. I hope you, you don't think that God is over there, that we are looking up toward heaven for him to hear us. He is inside. Praise God. So number one, the Holy Ghost brings you the presence of God. You remember what Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my word. And I and my Father will come and make our dwelling inside of you. And that, 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 that was fulfilled when the Holy Ghost came. So you can't, you don't miss God. The only time, the only time you miss Him is when you don't have time for Him. 
Because he's inside you. You can choose to ignore him. You can say, the Holy Ghost, I'm going to do my stuff. Just, I'm going to do whatever I got to do by myself. I don't care whatever you got to say. And that's how many Christians live their life. You remember this morning I was telling you that you have to encourage the work of the Holy Ghost in your life. You have to encourage your encourager. The Holy Ghost is the one who is sent to God to encourage you. You see, he's your strengthener. He's your advocate. He's your standby. He's your intercessor. But do you know that you can, you can frustrate his work, his ministry in your life? And like Pastor Dave was talking about this morning, there are many who, who have completely neglected, the, neglected the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. They, they don't want to hear anything about spirituality. They said the days of the Holy Spirit is over. I'm telling you, I have news for you. You're having religion. You may not like it. Without the Holy Ghost, you are practicing religion. I hope you are watching. Everybody watching. I love you. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. So, uh, the, ne- the next thing that I have that the Holy Ghost will do in you, he will teach you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. Listen. The way the Holy Ghost educates you, no one else can. That's why, that's why I take my times of fellowship with the Holy Spirit seriously. Because there's a spiritual education. You know, we go to school to educate our minds. But there's the education of the Spirit that is very important. You have to consciously educate your spirit. And the way you do that is by fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit... And studying God's word. Then the Holy Ghost opens your understanding. You just realize that you understand things. Beyond what the ordinary mind can understand. You need need to let the Holy Ghost teach you. Praise God. And I've had a lot of, I remember, I've, I've always, I've had testimonies upon testimonies. I've walked with the Holy Ghost. And it's amazing. In little things, you trust him. You talk to him and he helps you out. I remember when I was in the university in Ghana, I needed a, uh, a place to live. Like, uh, a, do you call it rent? I think the, one of the dorms on campus. And it was hard to get it because the population, the student population was too much. And uh, God gave me a lot to do on campus. I, I, I used to preach. I, I had a radio show. And I was doing a lot of stuff for God on campus. So... The, the gentleman who wanted to give, was given the place out, he wanted me to bribe him, give him money, to give me rent. So I stepped aside to pray. I said, Lord, I'm not going to be part of this broken system. I'm not going to contribute to No. I said, you sent me here. I didn't come here by myself. What do I do? And the ho- oh boy. The Holy Ghost said, go tell him that I sent you. So I walked to him. I said, I said, do you believe in God? He said, yeah. I said, God sent me. Give me rent. Give me a place to live here. He looked at me. He couldn't say a word. He gave me the place. Hallelujah. And I, I, I was like, Lord, you are so wonderful. I didn't have to go give you money to give me a place to live. Praise God. And numerous testimonies of just trusting the Holy Spirit. Just talking to him. Do you know that you can have fellowship with the Holy Spirit every day? 
you know, I, that, I, I was talking to you this morning about how you need to set spiritual goals. I was telling you that I decide what to do with my... You remember I told you that you have to consciously educate your spirit. You have to decide how your spirit is going to be. Because your spirit is the most important part of you. You, if I, you are a spirit being. Your body is the case. You just, you just live in... Your body is like... It's, it's the house. It's a building that you live in. So imagine how we invest in our physical bodies. How many of you didn't look at a mirror? And I didn't look before you came here. I know ladies, you take a lot of time to put the makeup and stuff like that. But do you know the word of God is the mirror of God? And I look at something, something interesting. He said, as we look in the mirror of God, we see the glory of God. What we see is our reflection. The word of God reflects us. He said, interestingly, he said, as you look, you see, you see the glory of God. Because when you looked at the mirror today, did you see my face? No, you saw your face. So the Bible says, as you look at the word of God, you're seeing your reflection. You're actually seeing you, the glory of God. The you that you see, God calls the glory of God. The Bible says, God is a father of glory. If, you, if he's a father of glory, who are you? You couldn't be the son of glory. No, you are glory. Because if he's a father of John, then who are you? You are John. So if God is a father of glory, you are glory. Praise God. No wonder they said, the glory that you have given me, I've given to them. Jesus has given us you know, listen, I told you without the Holy Ghost is religion. He, he, happy people, so he will never share his glory with any man. You know, it's, listen, he gave us his glory. <laughs> if you don't like it, you can't do nothing about it. He already gave you anyway. So you better embrace it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, hope, I only have eight minutes. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, the Holy Ghost brings you ability to produce righteousness. You know, with the Holy Ghost, you can change anything. You know, we talk about, you know, when you listen to some Christians, we just, we behave like we are disadvantaged. For instance, when we look at America, it, we, we, Christians act like we don't, we don't have any power. Oh, I mean, we can't do anything. That's, everything's crazy in America. We, we are just sitting in our corner somewhere, hoping that some, something good will happen someday. No! We've become agents of change. You know, I was studying this in the Bible today, uh, some, some days ago. I was thinking about Elijah. Elijah, what the Bible said, oh boy, what a man he was. Did you ever know that one, one, a single individual decided that it was not going to rain for three years and six months? Have you ever thought about it? Well, I'm like, Lord Jesus, men have walked this world. They've decided, oh my goodness. And the Bible said Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. Listen, we are even better than he was. He didn't have the Holy Ghost in his fullness. So we should be able to do a lot. I love what Pastor Dave says today. God has given us the Holy Ghost without measure. So we can do a lot. We can do a lot. 
I like Pastor Dave said something that, that, that the world is the world is getting darker and darker because Christians are doing less. That was a very powerful statement. So we have to rise up. That's why I always tell you we need to wake up. Wake up to who we really are. You know, the, the, the other thing that I thought about saying in my introduction, which I remember right now, which I'm going to say, is a Christian doesn't need deliverance from the devil. Hello. Listen, the Bible says, who are glory to God? Who has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his love son? Why do you need deliverance from the devil anymore? He has delivered us from the power of darkness. If, if a Christian needs deliverance, he needs deliverance from ignorance. And that's why you need the word. You need to study the word. If you don't know the word of God, you will live a religious life. You will die and go to heaven and Jesus will say, welcome, you came very soon. Because I was expecting you to do more. But you came very soon. But he still loves you anyways. He's happy that you came. But you have lost. There are things that you, you could have done in, in, in the world. Reaching out to other people. Hallelujah. I, have, I always have a lot to say. And I'm looking at the time now. I can't believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Do you still love me? All right. The Holy Ghost, I, I, I said the Holy, I just give you the point. He brings your ability to produce righteousness. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The Holy Ghost, he gives you rest. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavenly burden, and I will give you rest. Why are you still struggling? Jesus is giving me rest. Hallelujah. Through the Holy Ghost. Number five, he restores, renews, and refreshes you. That's what the Holy Ghost does. He refreshes, he said he, he renews, he restores, renews, and refreshes you. Psalm 23, verse 1 and 2. Can you give me that, please? Look at what David, David said about uh, the Holy Ghost, what he said about God. Psalm 1. 23 verse 1 and 2. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know one. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. That's the minister of the Holy Spirit. That's what the Holy Ghost does in your life. Praise God. Praise God. Number six, he, he will turn your wilderness into a fruitful field. That's what the Holy Ghost do, does. If, you, if your life was dry, when you receive the Holy Ghost, the dryness is gone. The emptiness is gone. You know, uh, you have to consciously train yourself to think that God is with you. You know, you hear people say, I feel lonely, I'm just so lonely. Which, you are born again. The Holy God, I have to train myself. When I'm feeling, I feel, I can't even think I'm lonely. I said, the Lord is with me every time. I remember I I I was on my way, I was driving from work, and I was thinking about, I was trying to reach someone on the phone, a couple of people, and I couldn't get them. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, even when I can't get anybody, you are here. And we, whatever I wanted to say, we could just, we can talk about it. You have to think like that. The Holy Ghost is with you every day. Praise God. And this sweet spirit of God, 
is in your life to do you good. Hallelujah. To lead you from glory to glory. Number seven, he brings excellence into your life. The Holy Ghost makes you excellent. You think excellent thoughts. You do excellent things. You know, I started a, uh, an internship recently, uh, like two weeks ago. And I remember, you know, like in the office, they, when they get frustrated, they start cursing. They start saying bad words. And I've been there for two weeks. And they, they came to me. You don't curse much, do you? <laughs> We've never heard you say anything. Even when we try, we're working on a project and it looks like it's not really, we are not getting it done on time and things are not really working well. I don't, they don't hear me get frustrated. And I'm like, wow, the word of God has really impacted my spirit. Because I, I didn't know that they were watching. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to put the word of God inside of you. Meditate on the scriptures. Let the word of God dominate your mind. So you begin to think only the word. Think only the word. Hallelujah. So we got one minute. And I just go over the points. I said the Holy Ghost brings you the presence of God. He will teach you. The Holy Ghost teaches you all things. You remember what Jesus said. When the spirit of truth comes, he shall teach you all things. He shall show you the future. He shall take of mine and shall unveil it unto you. Okay. That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He brings you ability to produce righteousness. He gives you rest. He restores, renews, and refreshes you. Hallelujah. He will turn your wilderness into a fruitful field. And he brings excellence into your life. So this is what this Holy Ghost will do in you. And more if you yield to him. If you just open up your heart to him. You tell him, Lord, lead me every day. And he will lead you from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's just lift up our hands and thank God. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for the ministry of the Spirit in our lives. Thank you for teaching us your word today, Lord. We thank you for a glorious week this week, Lord. We're going to have a glorious week. It's going to be a beautiful week full of the Spirit of God. We will, be, we will be guided by the wisdom of the Spirit of God. None of our steps shall slide. Hallelujah. We walk in victory. We walk in the glory of God. We walk in the finished works of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.